Happy recording day. Happy recording day. I'm going to learn how to say that in Portuguese. Episode. Scrope el recording deo, so. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Hey, welcome to the Unchurched Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Sean, discuss issues of church, life, and religion. No subject is off limits, and our honesty and humor drives our discussion. We welcome you to sit in on the conversation and laugh with us as we challenge serious things. So pour your drink, kick your feet up, and let's get started with the show. Sean Dizzle. What's poppin', brah? It is a wonderful, beautiful day. And, uh... In the neighborhood? Yeah. I'm feeling it, man. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good. I got a growler from my favorite place. My favorite little, uh, brewery. Growler. Growler. 64 ounces of what they call... Don't tell Scotty. 8.3% Scotch Ale. uh, Yeah. And it says consume within two weeks or once opened. So I I opened it once and it is my duty to drink it all. Consume it. Any problem well, with I guess that? I, don't, I guess I don't have to ask you if you're drinking beer after not drinking beer in November. October. And in uh October. No. I'm gonna drink beer, bro. And uh and I love it. But I'm, it's kinda sacrilege because I'm drinking Bath and Brewing out of a uh founders brewing company mug, but Whatever. Damn. I mean, that's why they sold it to you. That's right. It's so, also why they printed their name on it. So right. that even when you're drinking another beer, you're thinking about them. You know whose beer you're <laughs> drinking. Yep. You know whose mug you got it out of. You know whose beer you're drinking. It's all good. So. I almost got Founders last weekend, bro. Really? Yeah, we went to this... Um, when we were in Springfield, we went to this massive freaking liquor store slash. Well, I can't say slash. They had a little section that was a humidor. And I got a few cigars, but um, yeah, it's a place called Benny's, bro. They had like everything imaginable. It was insane. And you know what? Their prices were pretty legit. Like hmm. I was kind of shocked, but. Yeah, anyway, they had some founders, and I almost grabbed... I was looking for some uh, some Dirty Bastard, but I, I, they didn't have Dirty Bastard. Sacrilege. Yeah. You should always have Dirty Bastard. 
to be fair, they might have carried it because there were some slots that were empty. So maybe yeah. they were just out of it, which yeah. I would totally understand why. But. Sure. Oh, it's it's the best. To me, though, uh, Founder's Dirty Bastard, I really only like it on tap. Out of the bottle is just okay, but on tap is fantastic. Hmm. Yeah. I've only had it from the bottle. Oh. Well, like a little baby. A little <laughs> beer baby. <laughs> uh, God, I love an English accent. <clears throat> nothing, nothing better. Thank you. <laughs> I love uh, Adele, but when she says thank you, it just makes me cringe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, yeah, yeah, I think thong she's got a little you. cockney in her. Like, there's why is there a thong? Why are we talking about thongs? <laughs> I love her. She's awesome. Speaking of thongs and slightly dirty things. Yes. Enlighten episode me. 30, we both got distracted from a text message. Oh, yes. And then towards the end of the episode, if memory serves me correctly, three drinks in. And they are rather stiff drinks, so don't judge me that I'm a lightweight. You said All stiff. You bitches. Huh? <laughs> you said stiff. <laughs> uh, towards the end of the episode, we alluded to the fact that we were going to talk about it on the next episode, which would have been episode 31, yep. which both of us completely forgot to talk about. So, yep, without any further ado, let's talk about it. Deal. What so are we let's talking talk about? about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so the text message it, that was, came from your wife. Right. Yep. Regarding something that you said. Actually, it was it, no. was, uh, it was actually something, something someone else said. They put on, uh, for our Thanksgiving episode, they said, beards before bird. That was the comment. Right? No, birds before beard. Birds before beard. And but we got to back up. We got to hang on. Oh, further back. All right. It all came about because you were talking about, and I think it was on the Thanksgiving episode about like raunchy, because you want to be a stand up comedian yes. for some reason in Life your dream. alternative life. <laughs> <laughs> so. You're like, oh, I have all these dirty jokes or something like that, but you're like, I can't say it. Well, so the president of our fan club, who just so happens to also be my wife's cousin, yes. was like texting Brooke about like, oh my God, what's the joke? So they were like having this little banter and fun time on the side. Anyway, then... Uh, you can take over the story, but now yeah. people know why this yeah. is a thing. I later uh, sent that dirty joke via text, and I don't. Uh, I one dirty joke. I guess it was funny. It was kind of cute to you guys, but then I, on the phone, said another joke that you guys didn't think was all that funny. Which you know, fuck you. It's okay. Uh, and then was it the priest one? It was the priest one. Because that one got me. No, then it wasn't the priest one. It was something else that you thought wasn't funny. 
The priest one is absolutely hilarious. Yes. I thought it was funny. But no, uh, there was another one that you didn't think was all that funny. But it was probably because I botched it. Because I'm not a professional comedian, for crying out loud, and it's okay. Anyway, so Laurel's comment was that birds before beards in response to, you know, my comments. And you decided that birds before beard meant something that was quite dirty. Yeah, because so see what happened was <laughs> we were talking about like rushing the holiday seasons and how like I haven't even shit out my Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. And we're already watching Christmas movies and singing yeah. Christmas songs and it's like just give it a week. Just give it a few days even. Some <laughs> kind mean, of can a we buffer. finish yeah. Thanksgiving before we go to Christmas? Sure. Um so when she said what she did on Instagram and created this hashtag that like never existed, <laughs> <laughs> never went anywhere. Birds before beer. I just went, which I usually do because I'm a piece of shit person, I guess. I just went dirty and I'm like, huh? Bird before beard. Does that mm-hmm. mean like eat your turkey before you eat your wife out? Yeah. So anyway, I'm just going super dirty. <laughs> and come to find out, she's like, no, it just means Thanksgiving before Christmas. Like, you know. Yeah. It's like, like the turkey before uh, the fat man. That's all it meant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, let's get the turkey out of the way before jolly old St. Nick. Birds before Nothing beer. Nothing dirty. Nothing, Nothing dirty, at, dirty all. at all. Yep. Which brings me to a scripture in the Bible. That says, (laughs) to the pure, all things are pure. Okay. But to to those who are defiled, (laughs) there is nothing that is pure. Nothing is pure. I'm defiled. That is me. Yeah. Unchurched, bitch. (laughs) Suck it! (laughs) Oh, boy. All right. You know what? Like, growing up, I felt... Well, let me rephrase this. Growing up the way I did, mm-hmm. I was made to believe that thinking dirty thoughts, funny or not, would like damn you to hell because God knows everything. He knows all. He can read your mind. He doesn't exist in time. He, you know... Which, all those things are true. He doesn't exist in time. He created us. I'm assuming he can read minds. I don't know. Not God. <laughs> he is omniscient, but, which means he knows everything. Don't be getting satisfying. We're only 10 minutes into this shit, man. <laughs> anyway, I was brought up to think, you know, like, even the thought of something dirty... You're going to hell, or you need to like pray for forgiveness right then because you're this piece of shit, decrepit person, you know? Sure. Anyway, my point is, I fucking have a dirty mind, bro. I just do. I don't have to try. You know how many times I say, or at least think, that's what she said? (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot. Uh, well. 
I can appreciate that being a man myself. The fact is, is that uh, when everything is working right, hormones are raging and uh, you think that way. And it's just that simple. And people may lie and, and to you and tell you some bullshit story. Oh, it's just the devil, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if men didn't think dirty thoughts, this world would not be procreated. For sure. It's just that simple. If men didn't think about women in a sexual way. Now, obviously, a man should think about his own wife in the sexual way and not his brother's wife, not his neighbor's wife. I agree with that. But in g- generally speaking, if a man didn't think that boobs were hot and, you know, da 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 da, then hey, there would be a lot of insecure people out there. And, and uh, yeah, we wouldn't have to worry about the population crisis of too many people being on this earth and all of our resources going to shit. Preach. So, therefore, obviously, I'm a proponent of, yeah, okay, if you're going to be sexual, be sexual with your wife. Uh, but I am not in agreement with the masses that say, all you men, all, the, all you think about is sex. Da, 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 da. You know, hey, at least I want to have sex with my wife. Show me where that's a Plus, bad thing. I also think about food. Oh, yeah. So there was a joke from, uh, oh, <laughs> God. What was that guy's name? Bill Ingvall. Uh His wife is like, all you think about is sex, eating, and sleeping. And he's basically just like, well, baby, at least I think about that when it comes down to you, because I can do all three of those in my truck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You better be happy. I think of you when I think of all three of those things. Yeah, but hey, I'm sure he said it better. Probably. Yeah. Shut up. You're no pro. I am not a pro. You're a PIT. Pro in training. I'm telling you, dude, all I got to do is just jump on stage and uh, and eat crow. Stand there while everyone awkwardly dude, looks I'm, at you. <laughs> I'm telling you, just a little bit of practice. Just a little bit of practice. Every comedian at one point in time ate a bag of dicks. You That's know? true. But then they got better. They got more comfortable on stage with a microphone in their hands and da-da-da-da-da. Same thing for me when it came down to preaching. When I first started preaching, it was like, ah, super nervous, you know, not paying attention to the time. You know, pastor says, oh, you got 15 minutes. Go ahead and give a word. And it's like, I go 45 minutes because I'm not paying attention to the time. Everybody's getting restless, you know. <laughs> and over time, you, you, you get it. You get it down. And it's like, okay, yeah, I can give you a message in five minutes that, that most people can in 15 because you get good at it. You get comfortable up there. Comedy can't be any worse. You know, that reminds me of something. What's that? The first quote-unquote sermon I ever preached, I damned nuns to hell. (laughs) That's not even a lie. Why did you do that? I, dude, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's what she did. That's what I did. (laughs) And it was weird and awkward, and I felt like an idiot. 
said she did. Well, to each their own. Not everybody can be a comedian. Not everybody can be a preacher. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm a part of the unchurched. <laughs> and I as well. No, I'm kidding. I went on to be a good preacher guy thing. Preacher guy thing. Sort of. <laughs> I'm still discovering it. Yeah. All right. Cool. I hope you get there one day. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. So birds before beards means turkey before Santa Claus. And uh, and what else were we talking about? Well, on the last <clears throat> episode, wanted to talk about, and by the time this comes out, it'll like probably be dead news. But yeah, there's some things that I think maybe we could pull from it to talk about. That's not even the actual topic, which is always fun. But um, we were talking about the missionary who was going to this super secluded island that, like, does not communicate with anyone um, to spread the good news, and they killed him. (laughs) And I laugh not because it's necessarily funny, but because, oh, fuck it, it's kind of funny. And if that makes me a bad person, I guess I'm a bad person. Terrible. And the, and the voice think, of Charles Barkley, just terrible. Terrible. I mean, I, I don't wish that the guy died, you know, but there's also consequences for actions and you know what you're getting into. So there's that to be said. The crazy part that I kind of gleaned from this whole uh story though is there's an island on our freaking big marble floating out in nothing that people don't interact with hmm. and the people that live on it are like in my own words yeah fuck you don't come here we don't want you isn't that nuts it is it's completely nuts. And I know I'm an American and I'm commercialized and I'm domesticated and blah, 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 blah. It's still crazy, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, so for those who, who aren't hip to what he's talking about and, and I'm, you know, one of those that is not completely hip to it. Uh, basically there's an island Please just stop saying hip. (laughs) Boy, you sounded like Bobby's uh, dad when you said that from... uh, What's that cartoon? King of the Hill. Oh. Please stop saying hip. Bobby. Bobby, Bobby, stop it. Stop. Bobby. Stop saying hip. Why don't you be a man and 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 come with me to work and sell Bobby, propane go tanks? A, go and, grab me a beer, Bobby. Propane tanks and propane accessories. 
the cleanest burning fuel there is for your barbecue pit. Just because I happen to sell propane and propane accessories. Okay, all right. Anyway, um, yeah, so so there's an island out in the Indian Ocean. (laughs) We spent so long on that. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I love that show, King of the Hill. Anyway, John Redcorn. Mm-hmm. So, so an yeah, island over in over in India. Yeah, uh, yeah, in the Indian Ocean, there's an island, and uh, it's called, uh, yeah, the Sentinelese. This people. Sentinelese. Yeah. Sentinelese. I, I just wanted to try to say it, but I don't know how you say Sentinelese. Sentinelese. I don't know. But they re- they actually actually retrieved this guy's journal, and he wrote in there. He's he's a his name is Chow John Allen Chow, or Cho whatever. Uh, he's definitely got some Asian in him. But he uh, he's twenty six year old missionary. He went to this island in the Indian Ocean, and he wrote in his journal, Lord. Is this island Satan's last stronghold where none have heard or even had the chance to hear your name? Uh, Just that thinking alone just kind of immediately annoys me. But Chow, 26-year-old American missionary, wanted to declare Jesus to one of the world's last uncontacted tribes the Sentinelese, who inhabit the restricted North Sentinel Island in the eastern Indian Ocean. So, they've been known Thought to... Thought to be 30,000 years old. Good Lord. Yeah. So, they resist external contact and are known to express their ill will with arrows and so on November 17th uh, Chow you know came up dead Uh, and they they couldn't retrieve his body so well then I guess what is it India's government I don't know who it was but they're like, yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. We're going to respect their wishes because they kill people. And that's their way of saying, we don't want to contact you. And we don't yeah. want you to contact us. So they're just respecting the wishes. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway. The crazy part is there's the island that no one wants to go on. <clears throat> Because they shoot people with arrows if you try. Yeah. That has lasted for around 30,000 years. Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah. Like, think, like, I mean, that's just, you know, it's hard for me to believe. Yeah. But anyway, the, the missionary, you know, people, it's it's all mixed, right? People are either like, yeah, fuck that kid. He deserves to die. Or they're like, he's an inspiration and a visionary. (laughs) Like, God bless him. 
I don't live in either of those camps. I'm kind of more in the middle where I think he was an idiot. It was probably manipulated by some organization over the years that brainwashed him into thinking, if I don't do it, no one will. So I have sure. to, no matter what faces, you know, what ad, uh, Jesus, what am I trying to say? No matter what adversary faces you or what trials may come, you have to go spread the good news. And I, yeah. I don't know. That's kind of where I wanted to sit for a minute though. Cause like, what do you think about that? Yeah. So, so I'd call him an idiot personally, but you know, I, I get it. I get the, the need and the desire to spread the gospel and to spread the good news of Jesus and to, uh, whatever, you know, this says that he showed up with the Bible and some gifts, but, um, I don't know. I mean, you, I don't know how much research he did in discovery of, you know, lost tribes of people. You know, I, this was like a, uh, th- this, uh, this island has been colonized by the British. First off, these people aren't the only people that are on this island. There were other people that were on the island that were a little bit more civilized. Hmm. According to this New York Times article that I just read. Uh. Um. Could he have done something a little bit different? Could he have maybe did some research with the people that were also on that island that uh, that may have had some contact with them? Like the people, the these quote-unquote savages uh, have been around for a very, very long time. So much so that Marco Polo wrote about him in the 20s. At least according to what I just read. Uh, All that's interesting to me. And I guess like I'm going to kind of sound like a douche here, but not the 20s, but, you know, back in his day, he wrote about them. The thing that intrigues me more is the fact that we can we can be persuaded basically and we can listen to twisted versions of scripture and idealisms and you know <clears throat> teachings about the from the Bible and about Jesus and about how we should act as Christians so much so that we will put ourselves in situations that just make no sense or to make decisions that make no sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And like, I'm not even too concerned with the story at hand, although there are some very intriguing, like the whole Island and the people that like the natives that live on the Island. That's intriguing to me. But from the story, the thing that, you know, or I should say one thing that really kind of grabs me is like, could that have been me? Because I'd say 15, 
20 years ago, I was in a place where I was like, hey, I lived in Florida. I was like, you know what we need to do? We need to go down to Islands of Adventure or to friggin' Disney or Universal Studios. We need to stand on a bench and we just need to preach. We need to tell people that they're sinners and that we have the answer. Yeah. And there's that, like, go get them. Like, well, if I don't do it, who's who else is going to do it? And we need to do something crazy to shock people and get their attention. You know, like... We just need to tell people because everyone's going to hell. And if I don't say something, then their blood's on my hands. And like, I don't want that to be what God tells me when I go to heaven. I totally understand all that because that was me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And that to me is like dangerous because it'll, it leads to stuff like this guy died <laughs> probably for no reason. I mean, did God tell him to do it? Is there a plan? I don't know. I'm not God. So maybe he did. But it doesn't seem that way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just seems like it's a product of a little bit of brainwash, a little mix of extremism, and a whole lot of, you know, Bible. But, like, we don't live in the Bible days. So... It's okay to interpret what the scripture's trying to tell you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you think? I just think that there's a there's a better way to to do things. Uh you know, there's some culture to learn, there's some things to learn uh ab- about these different cultures. History ends up repeating itself over and over again. And um and th- I think that there was probably an angle that was better that this guy could have taken. I mean, the, the history of these people go back, uh, you know, thousands of years and, and, um, from, I mean, I just, while you were talking, you know, I, I looked up another article and it, it just shows how different people have gone to this Island and basically tried to enslave the people like the same shit that they did on the coast of Africa, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. and their population's just been decimated because of the same type of shit that we gave to the native Americans, the indigenous people on America. What, uh, so many people call Indians. Um, I mean, their population got reduced all the way down to, you know, less than, less than a hundred people from thousands to less than a hundred people. And so they have a right and a reason to be skeptical of intruders, people that come onto their islands trying to help them with anything. Yeah, no and, uh, and I, to be perfectly honest with you, you know, if I was one of those people and somebody came to me in 2018, the same way that they showed up in, in 1850, with the Bible and some gifts, I'd be shooting arrows, getting ready to kill them too. So um, it sounds like they have a reason to be wary of people that are outsiders, and uh, and I don't blame them. All that being said, I am 
pro spreading the gospel. I am pro telling people that Jesus is Lord and Jesus is my God and you know, I believe in Jesus and blah 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 blah. I, I am all pro all of that. Totally fine. I just think that we need to do it with a little bit more wisdom in these days than people did in the past. And I think that we should probably take each case as an individual case. I don't think there's one right way to do it. I don't think that there's one way to do it for for one people group. I think that there I think that there is uh, there's this thing called the Holy Spirit, this person called the Spirit of God that that is there to help us, to direct us on how we are ought to reach each each individual person that we come in contact with. So for me, uh, my heart goes out to this guy, you know, but in my opinion, his zeal probably got the best of him. Yeah, I agree. I feel like, I feel like he is a victim, but it's not from the indigenous native people of that island. I feel like it's from people he probably knew very closely and looked up to. Sure. You know, and that is super sad, man. Yeah. And maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't have all the answers. Maybe you're right. It it just seems that way, you know, and that sure. that's kind of it's kind of sad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, think about it this way: people of power always send other people that with less power to do their dirty work. Yeah. So, would the people that were above him that he was accountable to have gone there themselves, or did they just finance his trip to go there? on their behalf. At least I think that way. You know what I'm saying? I mean, unless it's just this kid going rogue, but I don't know. I, I honestly... And if he's just going rogue, then he's an idiot. You know? He's an idiot. I'm going to go contact this this lost tribe in the Indian Ocean that I don't know anything about, and nobody is supporting me, and... I've not taken any counsel as to their language or their customs or their traditions or anything like that. And I'm just going to go out and proclaim the name of Jesus and I don't have any information at all. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot at that point if that's what you did. But if you went on behalf of other people that were sending you because they had the pocketbook to do it and they didn't give you any insight onto, hey, by the way, you're going to go over here and do this. You might want to have some protection because you may want to tread lightly or be cautious about how you do this because these are people that have been fucked over for the last thousand years and therefore they're weary of people. They've been enslaved. They've been killed off by diseases from the British, from European, from Asian countries and all these other countries that have, that have gone to this island to purposefully enslave their people they have also brought over diseases that have decimated their population and killed them off mm-hmm. and many of them started off under the guise of religion you might want to watch your back yeah 
dude, that's fucked up, man. It's really messed up that you've got, you know, all these different countries that have gone there to, to enslave people, and they started off the same way. Under the guise of religion. Or under some hostility. Yep. It just doesn't sit well with me. You know, it, it, that actually breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because, like I said, I can't help it, dude. I was born black and I know that <laughs> part of the whole shit of boats showing up to Africa, uh, bringing people over to the Americas or over to the Jamaican Islands or the Bahamas or wherever you see a whole lot of black people from Africa with African descent, all these different countries where they've taken them to, to be slaves and to, to as a labor force or whatever you, whatever may have you. Um, and then selling them religion, uh, and using religion as a power to make them submit. Dude, I just... It, it, it kills me, bro. That's the, this is the kind of stuff right here that kills me. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Makes you wonder... Or at least think, like, how God feels, you know? Oh. Yeah. 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 Uh, and you know what? And that's a little bit of comfort for me. You know, I think about certain situations, and it's like, you know, as heartbroken as I feel right now over this, God has to feel a, immensely that much more the same pain. <clears throat> if he is real. If he does care, as much as the Bible says that he cares for our our emotions, our well-being, excuse me, our well-being, our comfort, and blah, 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 blah. If all of that stuff is true, and I believe that it is, God cares way more than I do about these type of sufferings and pains, you know, on, on such a deeper level than, than I could ever explain like he cares that you know um my grandmother right now is is dying of dementia he cares that i have a cousin that i was very very close to that is right now dying of ms like he cares that you know this is happening and that that's happening and this is happening and that's all of these things that are happening he cares about it much more than I could ever comprehend. And the comfort that I have is when I finally do exit this earth and I see him face to face, scripture says that he will wipe all the tears from our eyes, that there's comfort that we'll receive in heaven uh, that is greater in magnitude than any comfort that we would ever receive here on earth. And you might say, well, you sound like an idiot now. Maybe so, but that's part of the comfort that we have as believers. 
I don't know. Am I bumbling, mumbling, rambling on right now? No. <clears throat> it's just crazy to think about, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't help. I can't help but, like, think while you're saying the stuff you are or just did. Like, does God hurt? Because think about it. Like, <clears throat> there's shit tons of people on this earth. Even the ones that live on that indigenous <laughs> island that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you think he he really hurts for all of us that are hurting? Because if he does, he's got to be hurting, or she, whatever. God has <laughs> to be hurting a lot. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Or he's really, really that big. Right? I mean, because the measure I mean, of pain I, I is... I don't know. That's that's what I'm exploring yeah. here. Like, Sure. I, sure. And I understand, at least to the capacity that I can, from what I've studied and learned and believe, that I'm not God's equal, so I cannot understand God. I get that. But, like, just in my finite mind, like, thinking about... Because, like, right now, I have some back pain. That's about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not being persecuted or <laughs> whatever. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. But that's just me. That's what I'm going through. I can only see through my eyeballs. You know what I'm saying? You said That's balls. my perspective. Balls. But, like. Your perspective's different. And millions of other people's perspectives and circumstances are different. And it's just... It's fucking mind-blowing. You know? It is. And maybe I sound like a hippie, like, stoner right now, but... I don't know, man. That's just where my mind went when you were talking, so... Yeah, you know, so does God cry? Does he feel? I think that that's, that's a better question. More than sure. does he feel pain, but just does he feel? Uh, we're, we're talking about a God, a being who we consider to be all-powerful. And when I think of power, when I, when I consider the magnitude of God, I consider things like you're not going to knock an elephant down with a twenty-two. You know what I'm saying? Sure. So, 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 uh, a, a 22 long rifle is good for rabbits, squirrel. A hundred years ago, you know, they were hunting deer with 22s. I, I, you think about the size of a deer if you've never seen one. Not meaning you, Sean, but if if someone. Uh. Uh, yeah. Uh, y- 
if you think about how how big God is, <laughs> what just happened? I, I'm just, I just got like three text messages all at once, and it was like boom, right in the middle of my thought, and I'm trying to record, and I hate it when I'm getting messages when I'm trying to record. Ah, anyway, my point is is that there is a thought that could say that God is so big that He doesn't feel the pain that we feel because we're so small. Like, like you as a human being would never feel the pain of an insect that you step on because he's in your house, right? You, you think of it as an insect. If God really is all powerful, all knowing everywhere, all at the same time, there maybe is a chance that he can be seen as being heartless or emotionless, if you will, when it comes down to the pain of ants. But then that, that, and listen, all I'm doing is exploring with you right now, okay? Yeah. When, when you think of us being finite beings in the scope of the entire universe, which seems to be infinite, we are but a speck of dust on a carpet of a 1,500-square-foot house. That's how we are as the Earth in the galaxy. Or in the universe, if you will. So everything is so large, and the, the expanse of the universe is so great. The the you know the the universe, the 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 Milky Way, is just one galaxy amongst a trillion galaxies that we don't even know about. And God is concerned about us and our dogs dying. It's, it's a hard pill to swallow. It really is. And I'm sorry, struggling with a thought like that would prevent me personally from taking a 24-hour trip to get to the middle of the Indian Ocean or the eastern side of the Indian Ocean to go to an island whose inhabitants are primitive at best and adverse to outsiders because for the last thousand years outsiders have been showing up with gifts and bibles trying to convert them to christianity uh, or whatever religion you want to say trying to convert them but underhandedly trying to actually enslave them me personally i'd have a problem I'm sorry, you're going to get an arrow to the middle of your head. Mm-hmm. You're breaking up pretty bad right now. I'm trying, brother. What do you think? Am I way off? I don't know what you said because you broke up. <laughs> My phone was plugged in because it's charging because we're, you know, recording this long but can you hear me better now yeah and i really only missed the tail like literally the tail end of it i so uh, my point is that i would have a problem with that you know you you're 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 this culture of people that have been you know definitely downtrodden for the last thousand years you have people killing you off because they're bringing syphilis over you know <laughs> yeah which means that they're actually fucking your women. <laughs> That's what that means. 
Sure. You know, they're bringing over STDs that are killing your, your people off. That means that women are being raped or, or guys are being raped and they're shedding it around too. whatever. Uh, and these people are coming under the guise of religion or whatever when all they really want to do is enslave you. I'm sorry, I just have a problem with it. I got a problem with it. And I think that, you know, yeah, I'm all for evangelism, but you need to do it in a, in a, in a way that's wise. You know what I'm saying? It's like, come on, let's try to like, let's try to learn where these people are before we try to convert them. Like before you try to change a people group, how about you find out what makes them tick? Like, is that fair to say? Like instead of before I before I try to convert you from Buddhism, how about I learn what Buddhism is about? Like, is that okay to do? Like, that's not something that they're going to teach you on a Sunday morning. They're just going to teach you. We need to preach Jesus, but that shit yeah. gets that shit gets it, it's it's shit. That's a shit way to do business. You know. You're Buddhist. Let me find out what what Buddhism is about, because you know what? Maybe we might have some common ground, and I can just shut the fuck up and or just appreciate where you are. You're a Muslim, yeah. okay? Maybe I should learn what Islam is about, what it means to be a Muslim. How about how about I learn about that a little bit before I try to convert you to Christianity? You say you're this. You say you're that. Whatever. Maybe I should try to learn it before I try to convert you. Because the fact is, is that Christianity really has its basis in love, and love isn't forceful. I, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm taking over. I'm getting satisfyingly deep right now. <laughs> love doesn't force its way into your life, right? It's easy. It's easy like Sunday morning. It, it just, it, there's, there's an ease to easy it. Easy like Sunday morning. You, you, it, it's 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 give and take. It's learning what it takes to to soften you up, to to butter you up, to you know. It's not just it's not selfish where it it just wants to receive, receive, receive. But true love, which all evangelism should have its root in, true love should be all about uh, giving. It really should be about giving. And it's not just giving you the gospel, but it's giving you the chance to express who you are. It's giving you the chance to be comfortable with me as a person. It's giving you a chance to let your guard down. It's giving you a chance to open up. It's giving you a chance to learn who I am. It's giving you a chance to figure out whether or not you want to accept me as a person. It's not just me showing up with with a with a Bible and a cake or a Bible and a and a and a rabbit or something like that. It, that's not it. It's it's it, it's so much more than that. And I'm sorry if all you did was show up with a Bible and some gifts, then maybe you're just a fucking idiot. God rest your soul. But you you have to be able to take a step back and and not be so focused on hey. I'm right. I've got the right religion. I've got the right God. I've got the right way to do everything. And I'm going to show you the right way to do everything. That's a very pious, a very prideful, a very egotistical way to evangelize or to share Jesus. 
I hope that didn't come off wrong, but I mean, it's really how I feel. Preach. There's just a better way to do things, you know? There's a better way to do things where you don't lose your fucking head. Like, there's probably something better he could have did and actually still be alive. And it could have come back to home, to his home and 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 like, hey, you know, I met a new group of people. I came part of their village. I was able to give them clothes. I was able to give them, you know, some tools. I was able to teach them about fire. You know, they taught me about, you know, some of their customs. They they taught me about their respect for animals when they hunt. Or or they taught me about vegetarianism because all they do is eat vegetables and fruits. You never you never learned because your approach was I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not love. And it's not God. So. Well, you got satisfyingly deep, bro. Yeah, I feel like I hijacked the conversation, but. Ah, <clears throat> oh, man. I agree. I agree with you. And, you know. It sucks the guy died. It also sucks the decisions that were made leading up to that moment. And it is what it is. You know? Yeah. yeah. A lot of things suck in life. But yeah. I just, you know, the the thing that I, I would want people to know whether you're going to a freaking tribe that no one has ever set foot with or you're going to buy groceries or you're, you know, you're going to work or whatever, like yeah, I, Christianity is not about producing so much as it is relationship. And you if you're having relationship producing will happen and when I say producing I mean like the fruit of your relationship with Christ will be you helping other people have a relationship with him that's it that should be freeing for a lot of people because it's not about oh my god I have to go stand on a bench at Epcot (laughs) and (laughs) do this thing and be weird and have people hate you because they're like, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah. You don't have to go to some tribe that doesn't speak your language (laughs) that shoots arrows at you because they're like, fuck you. But they're like, you know, or whatever language (laughs) they speak. You're an idiot. You're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Like, we don't have to do these extreme things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if God's called you to to do that extreme thing, then fucking do it. But, like, know that it's God. <laughs> How are you, you going to do that something. if you have a fucking relationship with him? Yep. 
So yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I also have to pee, and I'm hungry because yes. I haven't oh. eaten yet. Uh I'm with you, brother. I'm over here doing the pee pee dance. Ooh, the pee pees. <laughs> also, my phone is blowing up. Snapchat is like bloom, 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 Uh-oh. bloom, bloom. Uh oh, that's the wife working out. I'm sure. Nah, she home. Oh. All right. That's cool. All right, brother. Well, good talk, man. Yeah, I got a little emotional there, dude. I got to shake this shit off now. Come on, bro. It's all good. You know, it be is, emotional. It is all good. I can Just be let emotional. It let it all hang out. I'm going to shake <laughs> it off and go drink some whiskey. <laughs> ah. All right. Jesus loves all the little children. All the little children of the world. Red and yellow, black and white. They're all precious in his sight. Jesus loves the little children of the world. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but it's truth. Yeah, he does. All right. Well, Uh, now I feel better. If you want to, uh, if you want to find us anywhere, you can go to unchurchedpodcast.wordpress.com. We've got all our links there. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all Yo Mama's Podcast, my daddy's podcast. We're on every you know, fucking podcast thing you got. You got it. All right. Cool. Amen. Episode Peace. 32.